This podcast is proudly sponsored by David Robago Family Chiropractic. We fondly refer to our chiropractor as Dr. Dave, who is an ambassador of good competition and an active member of our jiu-jitsu community for the past 10 years. For sports injuries, think Robago Chiropractic, where soft tissue injuries respond quickly with chiropractic care so you can keep on training. Dr. Robago is conveniently located near Arden Mall at 1860 Howe Avenue, number 435. Give him a call at 916-568-6333 so you can give it your all on the mat. And don't forget to tell him. Gibran's this podcast is also brought to you by ESAC BJJ, Sacramento's newest academy where we believe in jiu-jitsu for everybody, which means that we foster a positive and inclusive environment where all are welcome to come and develop the art. Come join the class, make new friends, and learn valuable skills you can take on or off the mat. More information at isacbjj.com. I'll see you there. In three, two, one. Boom, what's up, you filthy animals? We're back at another episode of Life in Jiu-Jitsu. We're here with Max Payne Griffith. Uh, you're a UFC fighter. Um, your grappling career, however, you know, maybe a lot of people don't know you have a very notable win uh, over me. <laughs> notable, yeah. Very notable win over, over me. <laughs> um, crazy, man. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, I really, years ago. That, like four? Was that like four years ago? Yeah. Four or five. That was when um, I, I hate to get nostalgic. Back when West Coast fighting was a thing. Yeah. No, I love nostalgia. You know. Yeah. Did, did, um, they, West Coast just kind of fell off, or they just stopped doing their thing. Yeah, I think with that, I personally, you know, I've talked to Brandon these and these guys, and they have different different reasoning why they think it all fell apart. But I think all the stars are gone. Yeah. You know, Emmett, Feely, me. Yeah. You know. Um, all the draws got signed. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard to, ha- you know, have like the Mitchell fight or these, these keto fights, these huge fights. And then all the talent's gone. Yeah. You can't kind of, you can't fake that hype. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. expect everyone to get excited over small potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm especially a guy like, like you, or especially like a guy like Feely. If you're a promoter, you think about like the tremendous amount of value that he brings to a regional promotion where it's like, that guy's a fucking star, man. He's got, you know, yeah. he's, in, he's in a, uh, you know, he's in a, he's in a rap group, uh, Outcasts and Underdogs. They actually put out good music, man. You know, I thought, you know, everyone's got a SoundCloud nowadays. And yeah. just because it was Feely, I, I, I tuned in, uh-huh. kind of expecting to roll my eyes and expecting it not to be any good. But you know what? It's okay, actually. You know, he's got the tats. He's, he's he he looks kind of menacing and scary, but he's a great guy. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's he's cruising around on a motorcycle. I mean, he's just a star. You know. Yep. Um, and for for you to get away with being able to sign him on a local promotion and pay him what three grand? I mean, God, like what? How much star power? You're you winning. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a huge and, win. And I think now. You know, like I said, I think they lost. They lost the draws. They lost. Everyone got picked up, which I thank Brandon for for putting us on the platform. Yeah, you guys all to shine him. to get picked up. Yeah, you maybe know? you guys owe him some residuals. Yeah, so that was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan, and it worked. You know, Brandon, let me break you off a stack. <laughs> we, all, we all made it. Hey, I was paying Brandon. I paid Brandon a lot of money. Brandon, we're Brandon all got his money. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, God, Emmett too. I remember Emmett fighting, fighting on those cards. It's like, man, this is, Emmett looks like Wario to me, like you know, like yeah. the evil Mario to me. Yeah. Like, man, that guy. To think that you're gonna run into a guy like that, like on, 
on like the high level amateur, like the professional, like the low level pro circuit. It's like, man, this guy's like, that's a it's lot of value. It's not fair. You know? so, yeah, yeah, no, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and with you, with like the Mitchell fight, man, that was like probably the model of what I think local regional fighting can look like, right? Because I mean, you you kind of got the town almost like a, you know, like a like a little like inner town rivalry. Like I'm, I'm with Mitchell, sure. you know, I'm with Mitchell, you know, Griffith can't stop huge, the takedown. Man. I'm with Griffith, you know, I'm from sunrise. Griffin, I don't know. Griffin it's sorry. In. It's Griffin. all good. Sorry, brother. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got the whole town involved, right? Like in different little factions of the town. It was huge. You know, I think that was almost too big. Really? I mean, there was so much media and stuff behind it. I just think it was a tough act to follow. Honestly, after that fight, I mean, Emmett was on that fight. Um, a lot of guys on that card, huge. That was, that was Emmett's last fight as well in the region. Oh, yeah. And if you have a fight that's that monstrous. What are you going to do after? After that, it's like, yeah, really, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, we got. That's the truth of it to me. Um, they could say that's not the case, but. I mean, you got to sell seats. I mean, I went to a show after. Um, I forgot even who was on there, but there was, no one was there. It felt like a little amateur show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they had to pay like 20 grand to the commission just to put the show on. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Luchow, Yeah. With five, five, nine fights. He posted this big old thing about why, you know, why he only does amateur fights. He's saying, and you know what? Um, I'm actually, I'm actually, you know, I'm on a first name basis with um, Andy Foster because mm-hmm. uh, because of my work over at the legislature, he'd yeah. come, he'd come in and you know for sure. Uh, so so I, I know him all right. He actually got me to be an inspector for one of the fights, you know. Um, so I, I gotta ask him about this. I gotta bring him on the show and be like, all right, what's going on that like we can't have that we can't foster a more robust like professional, you know. S- regional we need something we need something there's right? nothing there's nothing here. there's nothing yeah you know i mean there's tachi that's down south but they're working with more amateurs now but up here what do you have dragon house and that's bay area yeah um yeah yeah gladiator that doesn't even count there, there, there's no there these guys don't have a choice right yeah we're having, we're having our guys fight on gladiator and I don't know where else. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like, how do you how do you get how do you get ready for the big show, right? Let's go back to that David Mitchell fight though, real quick. I felt like and I'm just gonna be perfectly honest with you. I felt like he kind of won the meme war on the way up to the fight. I felt like his trash talk was maybe a little like he was funny with the trash talk. He was really funny with the trash talk. Um, I kind of felt like you stayed a little bit silent. You know, you weren't as vocal as he was. He was a real hype machine when you know when mm-hmm. he gets ready to fight. Um, how satisfying was that for you? <laughs> like, how satisfying was that? So he was talking a lot it of shit. It was sweet. He was talking a, it lot, was of, sweet. a lot of shit. I mean, I met him at like a Christmas party for West Coast. Um, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was till after he got signed. Brandon tells me, I, I one thing I went, it was 2013. I won Fighter of the Year for West Coast. And this guy comes up to me, he's like, oh, this is David Mitchell. UFC. UFC veteran, yeah. I never heard of him. And honestly, I didn't hear about him until then, after he was out. But um, I was fighting, I don't want to say Tachi at that point. I switched to Tachi for a while. And he came and was blazing, dude. He yeah. submitted everyone. He yeah. won, had like eight straight or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Calling me out for years and, you know, I'm scared and all this. And people were like, dude, he's going to whoop you. He's going to submit you. And I told people, I'm fine. Dave Mitchell, they're like, oh, watch out. 
you're fighting David Mitchell? Oh, you know, but hey, um, he got me signed. <laughs> I look at it like that. Yeah. Um, his hype, his talk. Um, he's a loopy dude, you know. You know, he, uh, I, I, I love him. I, he's been a great You guys fan. know him. I know, you know I know what I mean? You guys, I know, like, know, I know him. him. You, you, I don't know. You've only seen him leading up to the fight, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, no one shows their best self when they're trying to sell, yeah. sell a fight, right? Yeah. Like, like, Connor might be a perfectly great guy. For sure. You know, but you wouldn't know that when he's trying to sell yeah. a fight. Um, so, you know, you know, like, no, no, like, hard feeling. You, you know, God, I was just talking with this, I was just talking about this to my wife. Like when I really like a, a TV show and movie shows, like when something that the character said sticks to me, uh-huh. and I'm just like, oh, I, I like really think about what like the lessons learned in that show. Um, Narcos in the third season, there's this line where like one of the agents is like really upset that really upset that something didn't go his way, and there's a there's a guy from the CIA there who's involved in like uh-huh. the the political stuff going on down there, and he says to him, "You ever think that someone who takes things this personally maybe isn't doing it right?" And like that just stuck with me because like I you know I had like some some other issues going on like whether it be professional or personal or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like taking things personal. It's like wait I'm not doing it right. Why am I taking these things personal? You know, yeah. uh, like I apply that lesson to like Jose Aldo, where it's like he's so he's so revered in his home country that he can't switch to a mode where he isn't revered. Yeah. And then you and then Aldo and then McGregor is just renting out space in his head, you know, because he just can't handle. Yeah, yeah. It's, he just can't it's handle. A lot. It, you know. The the mind man is a huge part of it. Yeah, a huge, and you know it could get to you. You know, you know when when your mind's not right, then you're not right. Yeah. Your mind controls your body, and you know my losses. You know my mind wasn't there in certain points, but to it's a tactic. People that have weaker minds, it could be a problem with someone who really knows. Like Mitchell, I mean he he was talking all this stuff to me. I could let it affect me. Yeah, but you were it was like a joke to me, you know. <laughs> really, <laughs> what he yeah. was saying and stuff—it was funny to me. Yeah, a lot of it was funny. A lot you of know? it was genuinely funny. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those things were funny, like yeah. the, like those memes he was posting. Smash my legs, like what? Yeah, oh, yeah you he know, was posting those. <laughs> yeah. Smash your legs, leg kicks, all this stuff. Like, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys should get a roll in just to quash it. <laughs> you guys should meet in an open match. I want to have he, a match with him. He, um, you know, he's not great in the gi. Like, he's black belt level everywhere, but he's mm-hmm. like, he doesn't really shine in the gi. Yeah. But I feel like his grappling is just so well made for him. He has MMA. like MMA grappling. Yeah, man. He, he controls you. He stays yeah, on not top. Gi, you know. Yeah, he controls you, stays on top. When he has a submission, he'll find a way to finish it on top. He doesn't like roll to his back to finish it because in case he doesn't get it, he's not stuck on bottom, you know? <laughs> yeah. He has, does a really great job of that. Um, your own grappling, like you've always been more of a boxer, right? Yep. Um, what's your relationship with like grappling, grappling and jujitsu been like? Even now that you're in the UFC head, did you kind of have like a did Marion Noble pull you aside and be like, all right, we gotta we gotta really focus on all aspects of the game? What do you like? No, um, how does that working for you? I I've always been grappling, but I started out striking. You know, I yeah. mean, I started in bakfu martial arts when I was younger. And um, came back to MMA and kickboxing. But, you know, my first 10 or however many fights I had, it was all knockouts. It was all, we didn't go to the ground. You know, yeah. it was like these guys got smashed. And then once they started figuring out they didn't want those hands, they started wrestling me. You know, yeah. so I had the 
I had to step my game up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was deficient in that, and then I really started working. Yeah. Um, you know, working with him, of course, Jamie Har, working with for my jiu-jitsu, working with Alex Grunder, um, MMA Gold for wrestling, you know, Coach Ryan. I I just I ha- I had the the to realize that um you have to be short up everywhere. You know, if they you know, the better you get, the better guys you're gonna be going against. Yeah, well-rounded. And um, yeah, you have to be, especially with good hands, you know, because you always got to go against your opponent's weakness. I mean, you want to try to isolate certain things and, you know, well, we got to do this. If they have a certain certain area they need to look out for, um, that's what you need to go for. So I needed to even that up, work it out, and um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, you've been at it for so long. You, mu- I mean, you must have some level of proficiency, right? Like, you, there's yeah. no way your wrestling is bad. There's no, no. way your jujitsu is bad. No, I right? mean, people may think it is. And you're um, and you're okay if they do. You're okay if they do think it's bad. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Let them. You know, I, I do jujitsu tournaments and different stuff, and I'm always underestimated. You know. Yeah. I mean, I even had a match. What? Um. Shit, two months ago against uh, Orion Koski at Panda Cup. He's supposed to be like some Olympic Italian stud, dude. He was bad, dude. Uriah was out there with him and all this stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I took him down twice and almost, you know, hey, you know, it's people just underestimate it. And, you know, I'm using it. I mean, I roll with black boats, I roll with these guys. Yeah. And I'm okay, man. <laughs> seriously i'm all right you feel good yeah i'm yeah. comfortable yeah so you're not you're not really particularly concerned if you're like not have at to, all have to fight like a um like in your division right like a no like a. I mean damien meyer something yeah like, like damien or colby or something is just yeah. crap i mean that's, that's yeah i mean i fought right? colby once and the good thing about that um i'm seeing him run through these guys and i i called that he was gonna beat los angeles you know i saw that i told everyone and no one's like nah nah he's not gonna colby's good dude yeah um but when I rematch him, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. The thing is that I have now, I know what it's like. It's like no one knows what that's like. Constant pressure. No Con- one like, knows what yeah. that – you kind of – you could see it. Yeah. But you don't – I was there, you know. So you yeah. you, you could – oh, yeah, he's, he's a good wrestler. You don't have any idea until <laughs> you're in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, now I know. So when I climb up these ranks, you know, I'm sure we'll get it back. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, there's, For I mean, sure. there's something about, there's, there's something about like when you're in that moment, whatever it is, whatever it might be, there's something about when you're, you're in that moment, and you have to actually do something, and you're like, oh man, like it sure looks different from here. Yeah, you know, like I, I got really interested in skateboarding when I was a kid. You know, so I just thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, and, and like the way that you could like jump on the skateboard, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's like flying. You know, so and, and we lived right by a skate park. Okay. And so uh, there was, man, there's Brazilians are just good at everything, man. Fucking Brazilians, man. Yeah. They're like, they're like the black people of South Africa, yeah. South America. Yeah. Man. <laughs> they're just like so good at everything. Yeah. But there was these, like, there was like these four Brazilian dudes that just kind of lived at that skate park, you know? And we had like a big, like half ramp, you know, mm-hmm. like half pipe. Yeah. And they just made it look so easy, you know? So I figured, okay, I'm gonna start at the. I'm gonna, <laughs> I figured, I'm gonna start at the small one and kind of yeah. work my way up. This time next summer, I'm gonna be flying up there like them too, you know. So I start at like the, 
like the the six foot like little kind of half mm-hmm. like mini mini ramp and i get up there and i was like oh you know what it sure looks different from up here like that thing is like nearly vertical <laughs> yeah like, straight that, down it's straight down like i'm just gonna jump down this thing you know it's like and then you go up to the top one to the big one you're like oh it's straight down for three feet and it actually it kind of curves inward a little bit like concave mm-hmm. like, why would it curve inward why is it kind of going negative like i don't i don't like that you know and then you you start like you start really looking at it like from that perspective. You're like, oh man, that looks so different. Or like another one is surfing. I grew up surfing too, you know. I was a beach bum in San Diego. Yeah, my my buddy Brian Ortega, shout out T City. <laughs> um, I seen him a couple months ago fight on two twenty six together. But he's a surfer, mm-hmm. black belt surfing. Nice. And he was telling me about their surf. They surf all day, and they were yeah. telling me about their surf stories, and they get jacked up. But but just when the wave goes up, you know. Yeah. And then that dip. Yeah. When he got effed up, dude, straight drops. Straight drops. 10, 15 feet, just boom. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you know, you've surfed. Yeah. I haven't surfed, but he told me, and I I can imagine. I'm real visual. Yeah, yeah. Well, the real thing, the real scary thing about surfing is that when you're on dry, when you're on land, you're kind of standing up and you're looking at the wave because you're, st- you're yeah. standing up. So you're like, okay, maybe it's a little bit taller than me, right? But when you're laying down, a six foot wave looks six yeah. feet, six times bigger yeah. than you. Oh yeah, you know, and it's also like sucking. It's sucking it's up, sucking in, right? Yeah, so it's like creating a valley, and it's going yeah. up. So it looks ten times bigger than you. You're like, oh my goodness, you know. And it's just one of those things. You know, and just going back to the Colby, to the Colby example, it's like, well, gosh, it sure looks different. From yeah, me. it did. <laughs> you know? like, it was third person to me, dude. When I was in there, um, it was so surreal. That first yeah. fight, that first experience was. I'm embarrassed. I didn't. Look, I didn't look dream, up this fight. How dude. did that? How did that fight go with him? When was it and where was it? Tell me about this. UFC 202. Okay. Um, Conor McGregor, Diaz, part two. Huge oh, card, dude. Man. Huge. Yeah. Okay. Like, I didn't even, looking back, like, that was major. I didn't even realize how big that was. Yeah. Is that Damn. Madison Square Garden? No, that was at T-Mobile Arena. It was That's the right. first fight at T-Mobile Arena. Right, right, right. Um, but, yeah, um, I was doing good the first round stuff. So, like, it, it took me, like, two months to watch it. You know, I was so like just tough. Just yeah, yeah, man. It was so like devastating and like hold it because it was you know my first fight in there. Uh, it was emotional, man. That's right. That's right. You lost your first. Yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I lost an Ultimate Fighter. You know, I was on Ultimate Fighter last time I was at the UFC. Um, at the end of that, and lost, and then I get back to UFC and I lose again. I'm like. Do you ever think maybe I don't Sitting belong there, here? Like, what's that? What's that? Like? I don't know, man. You know, it, it it didn't feel real. It's like it was third person. Um, no. First round did pretty good. Um, stuffed a bunch of takedowns. Um, got taken out at the end. Um, almost camored him, but you know my jujitsu wasn't perfect. Um, you know, but I caught a bad elbow at the end of the round. Got a scar right here. He bad elbow. Um, after that, dude. Like that—that that was the end of the round. It was like but that, like that changed the fight. Yeah, it was like a, uh, like a like a yellow like foggy glass like for oh, like man. like a like, film over your yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't see, dude. Like it was literally like it blurry. Yeah, it was. It wasn't blurry. It was like it was like I'm looking through like a like a like a glass with like condensation on it. It was weird. Oh, weird. I've never seen that in my life ever. Like that vision, like. It was like cloudy fog. It's hard to explain. But I didn't say anything. Fuck, man. I couldn't say that. I can't see. You <laughs> oh know what I mean? God. I couldn't say it. Oh, my God. And then um, after that, same thing again. Boxed, you know, did good on the hands. He's such a grinder. 
You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know I stuffed any takedowns. I thought it was terrible in the fight. And I watched it. Like, I actually did all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, hit him with some shots, stuff. I think I saw, like, like four or five takedowns. Like, just bam, you know? So that's got to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, so I watched yeah, it after. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't do too bad. No. And even when I I, I lost in the end, uh, third round, TKO, I was just pinned. Just ground and pound? Yeah, but I was on the, I was on the, um, he had my arm pinned behind my body and I was oh, okay. against the cage. Got it. And I was it. just defending so one hand. on that other side. Yeah, so he's hitting me. There were, there, there weren't a lot of mustard on him, yeah. but I'm defending. It's like I couldn't intelligently defend, you know? Yeah, yeah, because there's it was, no, no I option. couldn't defend. Yeah. So it's not like I was knocked out. It was like, you just pinned I couldn't behind. get out of it. You know what I mean? I was so exhausted. He had a good piece of good wrestler, good position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but even after that happened, I didn't even, it was so surreal. I'm sitting there like, no freaking, no way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so. like you lose in front of all those people and you're like, dude, yeah. I went back, you know, went home, flew home. Like, I feel like it didn't even happen. It was like out of body, dude. Like, even when I was in there, when he was hitting me, like at the end, it's like, it's like I was watching like from the stands. Like, I wasn't looking at any cameras. It's like. I, I saw myself like looking at myself. It was weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I get dreams like that. Yeah, it, it was surreal. I mean, even the whole time being there, you know, UFC. I mean, shit, we're in UFC now, yeah. right? Yeah, you're back. When I first with, got there, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Connor's walking around with his fifty guys. I'm signing posters <laughs> with Rumble Johnson, Rick Story. Yeah, they're talking shit. Cerrone's right here. Diaz. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. dude, take a picture. You know? Yeah, take yeah. a picture, dude, like of me doing this. We out here. Yeah, we for real. Here. It was <laughs> I'm a fan. I mean, I wanted to be here, you yeah, know? Yeah. And uh after that I went to, you know, I got back and I just didn't know how I felt. It was like, Am I not good enough? Is yeah. It was my mind, man. How long does that feeling last for you? Like, what's that emotional arc for you? When do you come out of the other end? Like, how long are you just like, I, I need to It was like, to like I didn't even think it really happened. Like, I was at home, like, looking on my porch, like, looking. just. It's like I didn't believe it. Like, just really upset, yeah. It was, it was like, unreal. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Like, it didn't really happen. Yeah. But I saw a sports psychologist after that, um, Dr. Ethan Bregman, man. And... uh just put my mind back together. Like I didn't know, I didn't know how to feel. Right? Yeah, you you yeah. do your best, and then you lose. You lose in front of. I mean, let me I'm take not- a let me take a minute to give a shout out to Ethan Bregman. He's the nicest fucking guy. Dude, you know, he like he's he's a purple belt, right? Jiu jitsu, probably. I think so. I'm talking about the same guy. The Ethan, the Ethan I know, purple belt in jiu jitsu. Uh, started a, started Ultimate Fitness. I, I mm-hmm. overlapped with him a little bit, mm-hmm. and. Just always has a minute for everybody. Yeah. Oh, you got a question about this triangle set up here? We got, yeah. yeah. Like, just the nicest guy. Yeah, that yeah, that name is, yeah, they were from over there, too. Yeah. So, that's the same person. Yeah. But, yeah, um, put my mind back together. Just help me start, because I, you how, know. Can we talk about that a little bit? How, how does that work? Like, if you well, don't, like, without yeah, giving well, away the know. secrets. Well, I didn't know. Like, how, how I didn't does... know what was going on, you yeah. know? And I explained, like, how I was feeling about, I was, like, starstruck. It's like I was starstruck. I mean, Imagine Bruce Buffer, you know, Max Payne, and you're in there. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. You're like, this is... Oh, man, this is it. This is for real. Killed a spider. Sorry. Oh, all good. All good. Um, it's the heat, man. They're all trying to come into the cold. So, like, in the in the summer, like, yeah. you know. Um, it was unreal, though. You know, I just really... You, like, starstruck it. for yourself almost a little bit? Or, like, I can't believe I'm It was here. like a... I'm real, like, spiritual and, you know... I mean, energy, yeah, yeah, just in general. I'm open, yeah. real receptive to everything. And 
just being there, it was oh. I was like a fanboy. Yeah, you're overwhelmed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to be in the UFC. You know, since I when I was, you know, not when I was a kid, but when I started fighting and all that, why I wanted to fight and all that, but to actually be there and then to be. Yeah, and your fans are some of the guys you're fighting. Yeah, and yeah. you know I'm signing a poster, like I said, with Rumble Johnson. He's talking to Rick Story about how you know he has a bull day of French bulldogs, and they have these papers for him. Oh, there's only eighty dollars. You get the the service dog thing and all this stuff. They're talking all this stuff, and um, it's funny too when you look at when you look back at those when you look back at those moments where like high pressure, you're just like really glad to be there, but they're just like really significant moments for you. It's funny what sticks like that that French bulldog memory randomly yeah. stuck in your memory, right? Yeah, yeah, it well, was. Yeah, like it just like like something will randomly stick from that day. And you're like, man, why was I wasting energy on yeah, that? Yeah, Cerrone like, was Cerrone and Rumble were talking shit. Uh, you know, Cerrone was talking about how he'll come up and wait and what Rumble's ass and all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really? Yeah, Cerrone was like, "Oh, That's... you're gonna make weight this time?" Oh shit! You know the Rumble and Rumble goes. Uh, shut up or whatever. You shut and, up, uh, bitch. Cerrone goes, uh, <laughs> shit, I'll come up to 205 and whoop your ass or whatever. Oh, you yeah. know, they were joking around, but it yeah. was funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. But just to be, to literally be there, like, around all all these stars that I'm a fan of. You know yeah. what I mean? Rumble, Cerrone, you know, McGregor, these guys, just to, 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 to be there for the first time, dude, like, like, I was so appreciative to be, like, I'm, like, I'm blessed to be in the UFC. You know, I worked my balls off to get here and to get there and be on that card with all the stars and i mean it wasn't like a fight pass it wasn't like a um, fight night you know what i mean it's a big show one of the biggest cards ever in the history and i didn't even realize i'm just man you know it's i couldn't put it you know it, it was it was such a big it was surreal dude yeah you know like a dream and then you're in that dream yeah, you're like yeah. there you're like Dude, that's you know these are Connor shorts right here that he's gonna wear in a few hours. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just unreal, dude. How did you get past that feeling? Just with time, just doing it again and again, or Ethan, man, Ethan, I'm telling you, um, I found out that I I thought I was focused and I was not focused. Okay, you know when you're focused, you don't care about none of, none of the other shit. Just you know, yeah, when you're focused, you know. So I was working with him. Like twice a week. Oh wow! Twice a Intense. week for like a couple months till my next fight. You know when I fought a uh, what's his name? Oh my god! He was Ultimate Fighter winner of Latin America. Eric Montano. Okay. In Mexico City, and I fought him. Um, yeah, it was like the main the main fight on the um yeah, you knuckled him, right? or whatever and knocked him out. Yeah, you knuckled him. In like fifty seconds. You know what I mean? So that was like Back to your old ways. Yeah, that that, that was like old, you know what I mean? Like got me. Like did like like that's what got me here. Being serious. I mean it was enemy lines, man. Mexico City, it was yeah. Trump was about to, it was like oh, yeah, yeah. Trump 5th. was doing his thing. Yeah, it was <laughs> the election, dude. It was I like I fought November fifth, dude. So it was like around that same like weekend, dude, yeah. with the election and everything. And uh, it was boo. I'm going down there. Flag. flag. They're throwing beer at me from walking out. Boo. Enemy territory. It just it put me in kill mode. Like it's not fun in games. Like like yeah. 202 was fun in games. Yeah. You know this was like this is serious. This is fighting, and they sign you for a reason. This is Sparta. Let's go. Yeah. So I really learned how to be focused and how to learn how to be focused. And Ethan taught me all different things and. 
because I'm, I'm cerebral. I know, I know what to do. It's just about doing it, you know? Yeah. So a lot of the stuff he told me was stuff I knew how to do. But just to hear it from him and the, you know, the reassurance and the different um, give exercises. Like, give like mental exercises? Yeah, like there like was this one. Like? I'll, be, I'll tell you one. You had to wash a plate. Wash a plate? Wash one plate. Okay. For five minutes. Okay? Okay. So you're washing this plate, and then you think about nothing but the plate. Okay. So you'll you'll feel your mind drift. Oh, you know, what am I watching tonight? What am I eating for dinner? What? No, no, no. Plate. You, you got to suck it back into the plate, and you're still washing the plate, you know? And then, then next thing you know, you're thinking about something else. I mean, you'll feel, you do that enough, you'll feel your mind go. And then you got to focus it back. So you're working, and it sounds ridiculous. It does sound ridiculous. I know. <laughs> try it. You, 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 you'll, you'll feel your mind leave you, though. You'll feel your mind start to creep on some other thing, and then you suck it back. So I worked on that to be in the moment. I was, I was never present. Okay. You know, always looking at something. Yeah, I was also. always for the next thing. Is it was not mindfulness. It was mindful. Oh, I forgot the. It would, but the basic thing was being in the moment. I wasn't in the moment. I'm thinking about this, thinking about that, not about the task at hand, not, not, you know, thinking about Bruce Buffer, thinking about Timo Arena, packed arena, Whatever. like yeah. first time, you know, it's business though. Like I'm good, you know, I know what to do. It's just a matter of putting it together in my mind and being calm enough to do what I know how to do. And then, yeah, that, that one fight. That next Eric Montano fight kind of put me back in like, yeah. this is what I'm doing. You know you, what I mean? You know what? You surprised me. You surprised me with your. Uh, you surprised me with the way you beat Platinum. You know, um, I thought. I mean, you won all the big exchanges. I think you won. Yeah. You know, you outboxed him. He was known to be a boxer. I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, he was a dangerous boxer Dude, too, right? Yeah, he was a dangerous boxer. I thought maybe you might find your wrestling. Yeah. You know, but you. I mean, you stood with him. You really impressed me with that. Um, it turns out you're better than him at what he's good at. You yeah. know, and like he knocked off a huge contender, man. He stayed silent after that. You know, he he was yeah. He tried to talk for a second, and then yeah. he was, you know. But he had a lot of he just had a lot of hype, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're just like he is good though. He, yeah, you know, yeah. I he he is good. Um, and that's the thing. It's after after I beat the, got that win. It's like it's like they weren't giving me credit. It's like it's like they were giving him credit for like having a bad night almost. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it was yeah. like well. He had an off night. No, he no. did his best. I made him have off night. I I had him do. I want. I I did what I wanted him to do. You know. Yeah, yeah. You're stuffing his a game. You're making him. Yeah, you're I was. Making... I was forcing him to do certain things. Forcing him to go a certain way. Forcing him to throw certain shots. Yeah. You know. Walking away from yeah. his own power. Yeah, it was. I'm not a dummy. I'm I'm smarter than they think I am. You know. Yeah. And yeah. to be able to execute that. Is really difficult, especially at that level. High level game planning. It's it's and that's all it was. It was high level game planning. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I almost think of like um, I don't know if you ever watched that old show Highlander, where like if you there was like these like immortals kind of scattered throughout the planet, and if you can chop their head off, you get their life force and you can stay immortal. I remember that. There's like lightning and they had long hair. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then you can't you can't kill them in a you can't kill them in a church and you can't kill them in a graveyard mm-hmm. you know and, and it was cool because it went throughout time right yeah, like in the yeah. 1400s they're doing their thing and then in I modern day they're doing that yeah. but i almost feel like the hype game is the same way it's like you like chop someone's head off you get their hype 
Yeah. And I was like, ah, you know, but sometimes the hype wants to stay with people. Like, you know, like Chael Sonnen took all those losses and, you know, he does the best job of like after he takes a loss, like, well, you know, shucks, what can I do? What can I say? It just yeah. wasn't my day. And people are like, yeah, Chael, you know, and like the, the hype kind of wants to stay for some reason with Platinum. Like it they does. Wa- you know, they want to. They want to. That's why I didn't understand this fight. I didn't know why they, I mean, I'm glad they let me fight him. I yeah. wanted to fight it's him. Like, it's like, do you guys, you guys know what I'm going to do to him? Like, do you, yeah, guys, do you, guys, was do you guys realize? Do you guys realize this is a on bad the main matchup? card? Yeah, it's like, do they want him to win? Do they want him to lose? I, t- I talked to Sean Shelby before the fight at the in- at the retreat. Like, hey, me and because we were cool. Me and Perry were cool, man. And we were like, hey, we're you know we're going to fight one day. Yeah. And we told Sean Shelby that was like a year ago. You know, he's like, yeah, I can see. I was like, we're both going to be moving up, so yeah, we're going to fight, but. To be the biggest underdog, and then I do them like that. It's like, who was the real underdog? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think now. Is like, like, well, it's like these rankings don't like, make any sense either. Yeah. What was their plan? Did they want them to beat me? I mean, did they want me to win? I don't know. Right, right. And if they were trying to build them up, they should have given them a more. Yeah, they should have gave him a guy that wouldn't have did what I did to him. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, what, I mean, like, no, there's plenty of guys that you can. I mean, there's plenty of guys. I think that you that you can that you can throw at them that wouldn't necessarily be. Because on paper you wouldn't say, "Oh, Max is maybe a bad match." So they're both yeah. boxers. But the problem is when you give somebody that's better than you at what you're good at, then you have no other way to win the fight. Yeah. Right. There's nowhere to go. Like he's no. like, my thing is I'm a good boxer, and now you put me up against a better boxer, and it's like, well, I'm out of fucking. Yeah, options. you're out of options. You're out of options. You know what I mean? Or it's like if you give him like a really well-rounded guy, but he's maybe not really great at what he's good yeah. at. Okay, now I got some options. Now that now I got like a like a a, a B. And how know? he beat a bunch of those guys, man. Yeah, he's good, dude. <laughs> yeah. I watched his tape after I yeah. fought him. Like he's good. Yeah, I kind of shut that off. Um, any of that is just more for looking at certain things. I don't give anyone credit, you know. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't let them get in my head like they're all that, you know. Yeah, I gotta look at it like like it's like it's business. Okay, they do this, they do that. Just watch out for that, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna beat them. It's yeah. not like oh my god. I can't go on the ground. He's on his arm bar. He's a mission game. Like you can't fight like that. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to fight to your strengths yeah. and and with courage. Uh, yeah, you have to, or you're not gonna win. Yeah. So yeah. you're. Let, let's talk. Let's go back to this Colby thing, right? Just just real, just real quick. Um, I always looked at him. I felt like he was a smaller welterweight. He is. He's a little bit smaller, right? Mm-hmm. I look at Colby like a little bit smaller. I look at. You tell me if I'm wrong. I've just had this yeah. th- this thought in the back of my mind. I think Till smashes him. And the reason is that I feel like the 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 small guy, if you're that much smaller, you're not well suited to be the bully, to be like kind of pushing someone yeah. behind. Like like there's there comes a point where someone's so much bigger than you, you're just gonna have Till's a hard. Till's pretty big. Till's pretty big. Like I just can't imagine someone Colby size pinning Till up against a cage. Like I don't. I'm not sure. Like at some point, at what point does the physicality of it just kind of just kind of make a difference? I I would just love your thoughts on on that potential fight. Man, I don't know, man. And like Colby, Colby Woodley. I think Colby would get Woodley. Really? Yeah. Really? I do. You know, he's in his head already. Yeah. Colby's yeah. good, man. Woodley's People don't give him credit, man. Okay. Woodley's good too, but I don't think he's good as Colby, man. Woodley comes off like a guy who feels like he needs to be respected to kind of yeah, like. Yeah, he has like, an extra like, chip on his shoulder and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like mm. absent getting that respect, he doesn't like. He, I he think Woodley like be act. an easier fight than um, Colby. Really? Yeah. Wow. Woodley's wow. hittable, man. You know he has he has that big overhand. Yeah. 
It's a big one, though. No, yeah, <laughs> but he's short. It's a big one. He's like he's five, short. Seven. Yeah, he's pretty short, dude. They say five eight, but I think, I think it's padded. And, and and his arms are pretty short, you know. Um, don't get me wrong; he's good. He's a champion. Yeah, but you know, it's I think Colby, man. Okay, okay, Colby coming out of that fight. Yeah, um, I think. It, He's emotional and he's real big. He's real big and strong, you know. Yeah. He might be too big for his own good to push that pace. You can't push that Colby pace when your body's that big. That you muscular, can't. right? You can't. Your body, your body, your you muscles can't. are your just body begging for air. Yeah, you can't handle it. Okay. Okay. Just looking through the division. I just want your thoughts on some of these yeah. guys, okay? Just looking through the division. Um, Wonder Boy kind of reminds me of Machida a little bit where people are like, man, how do you fight Machida, you know? Well, it turns out with just like really solid Muay Thai, you stay behind your you stay behind yeah. your ones and twos. You stay Weidman, you know, um, Weidman did a really good job of fighting these kind of like really elusive strikers and mm-hmm. like Anderson Silva and in uh, and in Leota Machida. It's like you keep your chin behind your shoulder, you know, like one good twos. Good defense, man. Good defense. You just kind of like plod, you know, not plod for, but you just kind of like methodically work your way. Yeah, work, you cut them in, through, cut right? a, you know, cut them off and get into them. Yeah. Party guys want to be close to you. Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to stay <laughs> bounce back. around. Yeah. I used to do it, you know. I know what it's like. I, you know, it's how dangerous is how dangerous is is Wonder Boy. How does he like? W- how does he stack up against like? He doesn't like, have a lot of power, you know. Okay. I think if he had more power, he could have beat. Um, Till. Um. What yeah, I, I I only saw parts of that fight. I didn't see the whole fight. But even when he fought Woodley twice back to back, right before that. Um. I don't know. It's funny because I want to fight all these guys, and I will be fighting all these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Trying to get your, trying to get your, yeah, your thoughts on yeah. these guys. It's like I, he's like, good. So he doesn't have a lot of power, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you'd be because you do have that. Like a lot of people think you're a boxer, but you really do have that because you're Mar- 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 yeah. and you know you're, you're how you originally started. You do have that traditional martial arts background, yeah. so you understand the angles and the yeah, setups and, and stuff timing. Like. And I feel like you'd be well. Stuff. That'd be a good fight for you, maybe. I agree. You know, uh, Maya is done. You think? He hasn't fought since, right? Yeah. He might. He probably has a couple of fights in his contract, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's getting out of there, you know. Yeah. Your uh, your game plan to fight like a till. Is that a tough fight? I mean, they're all tough fights. Yeah. You know. You couldn't fight him scared, man. These guys fight him scared. Like when Cerrone fought him, he was like, Back he got up. knocked. You know what I mean? You 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 can't be scared of him. Okay. You can't. You just gotta come at him. I got power, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Once they feel the power, and I, it's different. It changes stuff. Yeah. You know, and I believe with my coaches, and my game plans, we could be any of these guys. Yeah. I swear to God, I believe that. Like, in I believe it, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, like. I'm telling you. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's absolutely necessary, right? It's like you need to know that you. Yeah, you can't fight. be like, well, he'll beat me and he'll beat me, and I have no chance. Against you can't him. be like, oh, shucks, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? I hate yeah. people say that. You know, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, you know, sorry, but no, I'm gonna I win. hate. I, I, <laughs> gonna win. I hate when people say that. Yeah. You know, win, lose, or draw. You know, I'll do my. You know, and they lose when they well, say. Well, that. you're getting hate, ready. To, you're getting ready to lose, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. I that that's a pet peeve. You know, win, lose, or draw. I'm going out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow night, you know, win, lose, or draw. Like, no. How about win? Yeah, a lot of that. You know what? A lot of that culture is like taken. 
like taken over in jujitsu and I don't really, I don't particularly appreciate it. We're like, there's way too many posts in jujitsu culture where people are like, well, I stepped out on there and gave it my all, you know, I'm proud of my, no, you lost. Yeah. Put your head down, go time out, get in the corner, like, like lament it's, yourself. It's, you know, you should be upset. It's the time. You should be upset. The it's generations. The yeah. Let's the talk gener- yeah. The generation new, the new, the new, the, the it's stuff. the era of the participation. Trophy. Yeah. You know, you know, it wasn't like that. <laughs> we're not right yeah. or like this whole like win or learn no you lost you lost you and lost. if you lost this, yeah, you I mean, need to step it up and learn no. and make some adjustments you yeah. know yeah, it's yeah. not I'm not okay with losing I'm not it's not it's not okay like like I know people that lose you know different people I mean everyone loses right but what I'm saying is it's it's more the attitude of the people that lose. I lose. I don't want to talk no one for a week. You know what I mean? I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who takes losing well? You know Losers. what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So the, a lot of people, the new stuff is like, it's okay. Like, like it's like a win. Like, <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I lost. I lost. Smiling. Yeah, like, I'm lost. Like, yeah. like when my, you know, if my teammates or, or anyone I know or something loses or whatever, it's like, I don't talk to You them. lost. <laughs> but I don't talk to them. I don't talk to them. Like, I don't want no one talking to me. If I lost, well, you should do this. Like, I don't want to hear it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like bro, when I lose, like, I need a minute, man. Yeah, don't be like, oh, I lost. Yeah, like you should have a problem with losing. I shouldn't have more of a problem you losing than me. You know? Yeah. It's like they're more okay with it than I am. I'm like, no, you know? Yeah, this is a problem. People are just too comfortable with losing, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you um. You know, you hit the nail on the head right there. I think we said it's the times, you know, like we're, we're just kind of softening up, man. It's like too good almost, you know, everything's like too good out there. The food's too easy to get, Yeah. you know, like, you know, if you're not really working, society's going to one way or another, you're going to be okay probably. Yeah. You know, it's just really, it's just really, everything's just really kind of easy, you know? Yeah. Like all it's just like kinda, easy street. We're all, right just getting, mm-hmm. we're all just getting pussified, you know? Yeah. So you um you've got a fight coming up to me, and I just want to say thanks, man, because I know you're you're probably calorie restricted right now. You're probably cutting down. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know. I've seen you bigger. You're, yeah, right? I'm usually in the two hundreds. Like what two two hundred five something like mm-hmm. that. Around there. Yeah, it's yeah. a big cut. You're a big boy. Yeah, no, I'm like eighties. Yeah, so you're coming down. Thanks for taking the time, man. I really appreciate sure. that. You're fighting Curtis Millender. Yes, sir. You um walk us through this fight. What do you see? What do you see in him? What do you sort of like? You know, you don't necessarily have to give away your game no, plan, but just sort of like I won't. What you, um, I'll say what I can. He listened to all my interviews. Uh, he's he's talking a little shit. I know he's yeah. talking a lot, but he like I haven't listened to none of his shit. Yeah, not one, not one. I only saw one thing he said. How he's been calling me out for three years, and I've been hiding from him all this stuff. And this is the King of California fight. You can't just jump on. I'm the king of Sacramento. You can't just jump and say, "Well, this is." You can't just make up your own rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't do that. You just call it the king of California. Yeah, he's a yeah. You know, it's a king of California fight since he's the king of Sacramento. And, um, yeah, I saw that. I don't like him, man. You know, he's been calling me out um, since I've known since the Perry fight. Cause you know people say shit all the time, but he was like, "I want to fight Max Griffin." I'm looking on there and like he's like, "Fight me!" Like on the thing, like you know, I'm like, I post my win, and yeah. he's on there, fight me. You know, I'm like ignoring. I'm, I'm gonna like, be honest, man. I had to look him up. 
No one knows who he is. Yeah, I had to look him up. No one knows. <laughs> yeah. I, I was he like? A, is he a wrestler? He's a boxer. He's a he's a like all around guy. Like no, not at all. He's a striker. Okay. That has a head kick, um, some good knees. Okay, he's like a Muay Thai guy. That's about it. He's okay. not. Yeah, he's you know he's good at the things he does. He he he's good at those. Those weapons. Those weapons, but there's many other weapons that are required. Yeah, you, you feel, know, you feel like your hands are a little better, a little yeah. faster, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's so long, you know. Um, yeah, I don't want to give it all away. But, sure, sure, sure. You know, um, there's a lot of things we saw, I saw, my team saw, and he's made for me. I was talking um, to one of my buddies today. I was training with, um, and and I was talking about how Mike Perry was made for me, you know. And what he's talking about now is. I'm I'm making everyone for me. Like I'm to the point now where everyone's made for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I'm good enough to beat anyone a certain way. You know, I couldn't just stand there and you have options, yeah. Yeah, you know, you I couldn't options, just stand yeah. there and just put my hands down with Perry and get punched and you know what I mean? So there's a different formula for everyone. You yeah. can't run in and you know, like with the Perry thing, that's perfect, man. Like I'm usually the bull, you know? Uh-huh. I had to be the matador. You know, in that fight, I had to move around more and yeah, he work was, certain he was charging things. at you, man. Yeah, so you have to know that you have to make adjustments for certain characters, different guys. It's like in a video game; you can't beat all the bosses the same. Yeah, you, have different you know, weapons. this guy has a long. You know what I mean? This guy has laser power. This guy has. You know what I mean? You have to. You cannot fight everyone the same. Yeah, yeah. You can't. So you're developing the tool set. Yeah, yeah. There's they're, they're a tool set for for. For particular people to be, there's there's, there's 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 a recipe, you know, for for everyone you find. For the bowl, for the for matador, everyone. for yeah, there is. Yeah. And if you could enact that and be work that stuff and be confident enough, and then make them do the stuff you want them to do, and the stuff that even yeah, I mean even I mean trickery, I mean even making them think that they're doing what they want to do, but you but really you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's a tricky, um, tricky thing, man. Yeah, I think about that in jujitsu, uh, where you kind of like. I remember I used to have these like dreams when I was a kid. I just really wanted a PlayStation, but we couldn't afford one. Yeah. And I would have a dream that I would like, like I'd be up in the clouds and there'd be like a PlayStation. I'm like about to grab it, mm-hmm. and then right when I put my hands on it, it just kind of fades away. You know, and it's like you can kind of like make your grappling. Like for me, I feel like I can kind of make my grappling like that, where it's like. You let people maybe pass your guard and they think they're about to come down on you, but you're actually not really there. Yeah. And you're kind of like haunting them, mm-hmm. you know, like you're appearing and reappearing on them in different in different locations, right? And they think they're advancing, but they're really, you're really just kind of setting traps and you're guiding, you're walking them down a pathway that you've sort of designed for exactly. them. Exactly. And, you, you, know? and you, you let them, you just, you're feeding them, you know? Yeah. Come here, like, come here. Oh. Yeah. You're reeling them in. Oh, yeah. giving them my arm, you know? So you got to that and you get them in that. You're, you know, you're dropping this. So they kick there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. put that leg out a little bit more. You have, you know what I mean? There, there's so much baiting and different forces side. You know, there's, there's so much tactics. Yeah. There's yeah. so many tactics. When did you, when did you decide you were, you were doing something in the medical field before this, weren't you? Yeah. I was working up on the, yeah. I was working at Blue Shield of California. Okay. What were you um, doing? I was a facilities coordinator. Okay. Very cool. So very building cool. operations. Cool. Cool. I mean, you know? you know, it was a job. Yeah, yeah no, it was, yeah. It was yeah, a it was career. Good. I mean, I got paid. Dude, those, dude, those managed care organizations take care of their people, man. Yeah. Um, 
But you, you, you kind of like. When did you decide? Hey, wait a second. I, I think this might be a livelihood. I think. Well, I can, I've I, always wanted to do it. You always wanted to do it. Okay. Um. Since you were a kid, since you started, I with used Kung to be wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid. <laughs> that was the first thing I wanted to be. Born in '85, Ninja Turtles came out around that time. Yeah. But I was, I mean, especially since I was in martial arts, since I was four, that was you just Ninja knew. Turtles was life. You know, I yeah. think Ninja Turtles was like '86 or something when they came out, and I was that was life. That was. That was life, and I've always wanted to do it. And then, um, I quit when I was thirteen. I got my black belt and stuff, and going to high school, like stupid karate, you know, too cool for school, you know. Yeah. And then I'm, you know, watching UFC and stuff. When I was like twenty, I mean, I've been watching it in high school, obviously. Yeah. But when I was older, I was like, instead of watching, I was like critiquing it, like, oh, he should have did this, or if I was, man, he should, no, you shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I could do it. I'm going to do it. And went, then I went to reggae on the river. Had a crazy experience. And was like. What happened? Just smoked a bunch and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Reggae on the river is wild. Just in general. Anyway, I was there. And I was like. I, I was sitting there. And like. All my friends were like. Last time. Like. When I get back. I'm going to fight. It's like. It just hit me. Like. Psh- and I did. I got back, went in, and here we are. Yeah. yeah. And I knew I knew I was going to be in the UFC. You just knew and it. I knew it, dude. Yeah. Straight up. Did you get any, like, pushback from your parents or people around you that cared about you? Like, No. They knew I was. They knew. They knew that what I put my mind to and how dedicated I am and serious and focused I could be. Because I was born with that. Not born with that. I mean, I was. Um, real determined and stuff. You know, my mom said I used to, before I crawled, I would um, push, push, push the whole t- dining table out the way, and then I just my arms weren't strong enough, so my head would just slide on the ground. Oh my god! Like I had rug burns on my head from trying to crawl, but my arms weren't strong enough. But my legs were just digging, digging, like determination. Like crawling you know? on your face. Like I'm gonna crawl, I'm gonna slide, and you know what I mean. <laughs> and, just uh, grinding. <laughs> They knew, man. They knew. And um, it's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. You yeah, know? here we are. And here we are. What, um, were you 32? 32. I feel like you can fight till you're about 40 if you're careful, honestly. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, if you, you know, people say Dana White likes to say oh, it's a young man's game. Not really, man. Like, the, you know, all the champs, like the champs are yeah. like 35 plus. Yeah. Yeah, because right? you gotta cram so much information into your there's fucking so brain. Much. There's so much information. There's so much there's curriculum. So much. There's just so there's much so curriculum. Much. There's man. never enough. You never know yeah. everything. Yeah, and and I feel like what really happened with like, you know, in the last like three years is that we used to kind of think it's just it's just wrestling and boxing and Muay Thai and you know and jujitsu. Base that's basically what you know. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it turns out that like a lot of karate, like we gotta dust that stuff off because a lot of those karate kicks. Look at what Wonder Boy's doing. Yeah. Look, at, look at what Anderson Silva's doing with yeah. those snap kicks, right? Look at what Connor's doing with those leaping yeah. taekwondo kicks, right? Yeah. It's like wait, we gotta go back and like look at some of that other stuff too, right? And so like that curriculum is always getting updated, it's so right? Much. It's like, it's like the software has like always gotten updated. I still feel like a little plant. I yeah. still feel like I'm growing, like. I never know enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no matter how much I know, I'm 50, 60, you know. I'm I'm never gonna know enough. I feel like, I feel like it's endless. Yeah. You know how good you could be. I feel like it's endless. And a lot of these guys, I just. Do you feel like you can still improve in your 30s? Yeah. 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 Can you still go as hard as you could, like at 22, 23? I'm going harder, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Everything too, because I'm better. 
And then I'm recovering a lot better. You know, I have an experience. Because you're just... Well, I have time. I okay. quit my job. Um, to train full-time. Yeah, I I fought uh, Dos Santos in Brazil. I got fight of the night, and I used that 50 grand to quit my job. Very cool. You know, the, the last day of my job, I got the Perry fight. You know, they called me on my lunch like, hey, we got Mike Perry in Orlando. You're like, Good, let me quit this job. Yeah. Let me quit this job real quick. We made it. <laughs> but literally, I put my two weeks in, and they called me on the last day of my two weeks. You know, it was like perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have time before. I literally wake up in the morning, um, go to coach. Well, yeah, Doug. when you when you have to sit your ass down eight hours somewhere, that's it's hard to do stuff around that. Yeah. So so I I, I would train before work. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. <coughs> go to work. I'll cut that out. <coughs> yeah. So I would train before work from like six to like eight. Go to work, and then get off at like five, and then train like five to ten, five to nine. I did that for nine years, dude. Just the hustle. Nine years. Grind. Nine Every years. Day. Yeah. And, you know, I think what, what a lot of people don't have appreciation for, and like, I wish I wish cameras would show it, like, you know, we don't get just like, just the little things, right? Like, the extraordinary amount of laundry that you have to do dude, when you're training twice a day, I, <laughs> right? Dude, now I train like four or five times a day, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like... That means you're doing laundry like two or three times a week. Yeah. At least, At right? least. You know? Or, 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 At least, yeah. dude. Yeah. And then like and then keeping a keeping a cup clean or like rotating cups. Dude, you got all the gear with you, you know. Got to walk. Got a nightmare, dude. Got to air out these. <laughs> got to air out yeah, these gloves. Yeah, my No, it's it's um, you know, and, and 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 just making sure your meals are right for the whole yeah, day. Yeah, I just you know? I like, just appreciate that you know that I am getting that I. It's like I was working that grind so long, that, I couldn't, like 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 when I could fight full time, I would know what to do. You know, like yeah. I was striving for that. A lot of these guys, you know, were young and could live with a bunch of roommates and train full time kids and stuff. You know, no problem. No problem. Um, it's like it's like they they didn't appreciate like what it is to get there. You know, it's almost the to me. To me, it was have, yeah. like not that they're like silver spooned, um, because they're not. It's just a different situation. But I had a tough situation. Yeah. You know, I couldn't just quit. I mean, I have a son. I can't just not work and just fight on these local shows. Yeah. Who's going to pay my rent? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got a boy to take care of. Yeah. yeah. So it's and you like, wanted to have better opportunities than you. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So I was I was so busy doing that, but I knew I'd be in the UFC. I knew I would be fighting full time. I knew it. Like, I know it. And um, to get there... Now I have time to recover. Now I have time for cryotherapy. Now I have time for my infrared. You feel now like the, you feel like the recovery is going better, also, just because you're not you're yeah. not dealing with the stress of like showing up to a job yeah. and like dealing with some fucking bullshit. It's assist, total different. Some like assistant manager who's like trying I to tell you realize, what to do. Or whatever, I didn't realize. Right? I thought it was fine because I made it. I mean, I made it to the UFC working full time. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, but all all those days and working and I didn't realize how much stress and extra mental time it took you know yeah. what i mean and exhaustion right just like sitting yeah. somewhere clacking away or yeah whatever. it's like you don't even realize i was just so used to it that it was like okay you know it was like just kind of part of the game i didn't realize how much of my life i don't know if i try to neglect how much it was or not give it too much credit you know yeah but um once i cut that loose man dude 
it like changed changed me changed me changed my life how yeah. how I feel this. It's a whole different thing, man. Yeah, and you're it's, able to recover better now because of it. Yeah, you're no, able to just improve. I do whatever I want now. You know, I yeah. go train, I go recover, do this, do that. Um, it feels natural. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's good. Know? Yeah, you know what doesn't feel natural? Showing up to a fucking cubicle all day and like no. going to McDonald's for lunch and like, oh, look, how was your weekend, Sally? Yeah, it's, it's all. You know, it's, like, it's, it's, know, we'll it's meet with the assistant manager. Fake, but it's yeah. fake, man. It's it's this yeah. whole persona. And, Hey John, hey Mark, you know yeah, you're showing up with a black eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I choke some fool out in the morning, and then I go in there. Yeah, you like know, a, just like a, how was your How was your hot? weekend, Max? <laughs> it was really good. I choked this guy. I could have yeah. choked him to death if I really wanted to. Yeah, you know? how does that fit in with your office culture? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it was too contrast. It's totally. You know? uh, yeah, like Jekyll and Hyde. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hella funny. Crazy man. Yeah, and and I think I feel like like it's hard to like when you're like a savage like that when you're a killer. Is, like non killers don't necessarily want you around them. They're just kind of like I don't know about this. You know, he's you know I like, they just, I'm like, a nice guy. No, I know, I, I know that too. Yeah, but, no, but, I get but, it. But, but um, it's just like you're like you're just obviously like just on such a different, different level. Man. Yeah, right? I was. Like, I felt more than them. I felt different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just. Because I am a killer, you know? <laughs> You're like, what am I doing I'm here? I'm a trained killer, oh, and I'm in there. I'm a lion. What am I and, doing here with know, these lambs? Paying my bill. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I learned a lot from there. I appreciate being there. I learned so much, you know, just with everything, man. You know, you, you get these. I mean, I, I'm basically a babysitter for, you know, how many people do we have? 6,000 people, you know? Yeah. Different campuses. Hundreds of thousands of square feet, you know, everything from, you know, the bills. It was corporate real estate. So it was basically a, basically like a property manager for a corporation. It was really cool. essentially, you know, it Very was, cool. it was yeah. that. So it could be, you know, we're putting new solar in or having these meetings and just we're managing doing this. All that yeah. Stuff. Or, or there's a rattlesnake in the building. <laughs> Shit. What do we do? We call this and where is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. such a spectrum ergonomics. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 so much. There was so much different stuff, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. Jack of all trades there, That's but I learned cool. so much, you know. Yeah. Um. So so hey, uh, we're coming up on an hour. Um. I know we got to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the Baba and get your fade. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what, man? Nothing makes you feel better than like just getting your hair cut, man. Like I. I was having like a shitty day the other day and I, I just went to get a haircut and I was like, oh God, you know, it's hard to like feel bad. After yeah. That. It's hard to feel bad after I get a haircut. You're like refresh. You know? It's like come out of a cocoon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, um, just one thing that I wanted to pick your brain on is sort of like the, the UFC under the new management, mm-hmm. right? Like since it's been sold, there's this, there's this idea that's kind of like, well, you know, the era of chasing championship belts is over and like, um, you know, Dana White's still in charge, but it's like really this new ownership group and the whole business model is kind of changing. Um, just for you being in the UFC, like th- there's also been this criticism of like, yeah, you know, like maybe they're not paying their fighters enough. Like what has your experience been? You, you just posted this thing there that you're so happy like with the opportunities uh, yeah. that it's opened up. Um, like you just like comment on, on that on that whole, on the state of the UFC today and sort of like where yeah, it's going. I, what are you going to do after you're done? Like it's a, what are your thoughts? <sighs> The thing is, with all, I mean, there's been talks about unions and, you know, some people aren't happy and some people are. And yeah. I came in with a new ownership. Yeah. Like, 
I wasn't getting sponsored. I mean, I was getting sponsors locally, but nothing meaningful. I wasn't like, I mean, yeah, but 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 not like these guys that were were actually upset about this. You know, there was guys getting paid hundred to five hundred thousand to fight in sponsorships. You know, yeah, and then they got dropped down the Reebok, you know, for ten grand, and it's like, uh, I don't. I, I didn't really have a problem with that because I wasn't there for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I came in right when the Reebok deal happened. So it's not like I was anything was taken away from me. No. If anything, I was fighting in, you know, McClellan Air Force Base, you know, well, making like, 10 grand a fight. Yeah. I made a lot of money out here. Um, but um, I'm blessed, man. A lot of these, even a lot of these fighters talking shit about how much they get paid. Like, you're, like, you're fighting, you know? You're, 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 you know, you're you're making forty thousand dollars to to fight. You know what I mean for fifteen minutes. Like, stop crying, man. Like, to me, man, you could be doing so. You could be working at McDonald's. You could be doing so much other stuff. And then, and the and the thing is about the UFC, man. People act like it's not a business. They talk all this shit, and they, for the work there, you yeah. can't. You, I can't be a Blue Shield talking about talking shit I, on Blue Shield. Talking shit about how I hate Blue Shield and how much they don't pay me, and I, I hate my boss. And <laughs> you get fired. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get fired. I don't care politics or not or whatever. You get fired. You get fired. If it's in these fighters, it's like they haven't had real jobs. It's like no, they haven't. They haven't. <laughs> right? They haven't. They're like entitled. And I and I get it. Yeah, we deserve more money. Yeah, it's, it's it's not like boxing. Um, you know, they get millions in that. But you know, UFC's newer, and you know, I feel, you know, um, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna talk shit and say, hey, I need double my pay. You know, making you let your fist I'm making good money, man. To to me, up. it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm appreciative. I'm not one of these guys that's like, well, how much were they making? Well, I need to make that much too. I'm not like that. You yeah. know, I look at it. I mean, I made like more than a hundred last year, and it's like we're just getting started. Just I'm just, just started. You're just starting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not gonna talk shit and say, well. And, and the little opportunities it opens up for you too. Like I mean, I saw you. I mean, and this is not the biggest opportunity yeah. at all. But like I saw the thing that you posted. Where like I think you were at your son's uh, school and you did an assembly. Yeah, and, I've been doing yeah, a lot of those. That's kind of cool, right? Like you yeah. know, like you're, like, like you're and, and what a what a beautiful moment for your son, right? So like, oh, this is my dad. He's like the know? coolest kid in school, dude. Yeah. No yeah. more, yeah, no, no bullies. One with <laughs> no one's messing with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been doing assembly, motivational speaking. Yeah. Um, the kids love it. Adults don't give a shit, dude. Adults are like, yeah, you, yeah, you suck, you bum, you know. Kids do. Do a real are, job. Yeah, kids are like pumped. Yeah, kids. Yeah, dude, they're not fake. You yeah. know, they have genuine. They're genuine, dude. Like, mom, why? Is, why are they fat? You know, they yeah. tell the truth, dude. So I, I pick up on their energy, and you know, I was a kid too once, and my life wasn't perfect. You know, and uh, I relate to the kids, man. And they, it's like nowadays, it's all this bad shit. These bullies, the stuff that's happening, the shooting and stuff. It's like there's, there's. I don't want to say they're like there's not many role models, but there's really not, not really role models that that, that you know that could relate. Yeah. You know, I did a school thing at the school called David, not David Weir, but this other one, uh, Del Paso Manor. Yeah. And um, they had some like nurse come in the class, and they're all bummed. It's like, well, we wanted Max, the UFC guy. You know, <laughs> it's like they want to hear my story, yeah. like yeah, how yeah. you could be a kid and do your best and. Don't give up, and then some lady telling them something. It's like I'm real relatable to these kids, man. I don't know if it's my, they feel it. I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't, 
you can't fake that. I'm not telling some artificial story to them. You know what I mean? I'm being real. Yeah. And people could feel that. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, listen. Hey, you're going to be in this movie, Hotel Artemis? No, I'm not in the movie. I would just in the just in the commercial. Just, just in the cool. ad for okay. it. Okay. You're, you're, um, you're an extra in the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I told him because um, I've been doing some UFC stuff and, you know, at the Institute and things and, you know, they like me talking and. Okay. Then I want to get into everything. I'm not just here to fight. I'm, yeah, yeah. A fighting is a fighting is a outlet. Fighting, yeah, yeah, fighting is a platform to do. You know, stuff. look at Raya. Shit, that fool's doing everything. He's you a know, general man. He's a fucking. He's the original like mogul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's what I'm saying though. Like, I'm not just. You can't fight forever. So when you get the fight, you you know you get your notoriety, get your stuff in, and, and then, then you can branch out and do this and do this and do this. Like I really wanted to pursue the speaking stuff. I really want to go back to school, and like get better at speaking. Get you know these motivational speakers and take classes. And I want to do that. I love talking to figure kids, out man. like what motivates yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I really want to because I have a knack for it because I love it. When right. that's the first time, and then also I did. the people that have also the people that have helped get you on track, like Dr. Ethan Bregman, you're like, you've seen the power of like, I mean, he wasn't a motivational speaker, but someone who can speak to you and be like, wait, this is how you can unleash your potential. Yeah. It's powerful. It's been powerful. It is. You. And it is. And people don't hear enough of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. I think that's a good, uh, that's a good note to end it. Where can folks find you on Instagram and Twitter? Find me on Max Payne MMA, Max Payne MMA. I'm on Twitter, IG, Hit me up, man. Very cool. Fighting July 7, Curtis Millender. Uh, it's going to knuckle him. Uh, my prediction. Yes, sir. UFC 226, boy. Here Biggest part of the year. International Fight Week. Check it out. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thank you, man.